Thanks for listening to the Rio Blanco County Newscast. This is episode 101, featuring highlights from the December 1st print edition of the Rio Blanco Herald Times. Starting things off with the quick hits, White River Electric Association is raising electric rates 4% in 2023. Chevron donated $30,000 to the county, complete with a great big check photo op. Gene Gianetti retired from the Walbridge Wing after 18 years and three months of service. Avalanche danger is high in the high country. And in letters to the editor this week, details on Colorado Gives Day from Mary Strang and comments on Rio Blanco Water Conservancy District from Deirdre McNabb. Speaking of that, in case you hadn't heard, administration on the White River is now officially in effect as of December 1st. What does that mean? Basically, officials with the State Division of Water Resources will start taking a closer look at any water diversions upstream from Kenny Reservoir in Rangeley, following the Rio Blanco Water Conservancy District Board's decision to request a call on the river last month. Here's Division of Water Resources Division 6 engineer Aaron Light making it plain. We have a lot of ditches out there that are decreed only for irrigation, but they may be running water for, they may run for water for livestock, but don't have the water right for that. So um, we would, we would definitely shut that off too. So you have to have, you know, your water right decreed for the purpose for which you're using it. Mm-hmm. And your water right has to be senior. And then you do have to have a measuring device in. You know, even if it's hardly consumptive at all, if you're out of priority or you don't have a measuring device, we will shut your diversion off. So to reiterate, water users upstream who have rights junior to the Conservancy District may have their water diversion shut off or curtailed in an effort to get more water to Kenny Reservoir. Here's Rio Blanco Water Conservancy District Director Alden Vandenbrink discussing the reason for the call. Because the power production equates to revenue for us to pay our bills. Mm -hmm. So we're looking to produce more hydropower for the benefit of our district so that we can pay our bills and operate our district the way our district needs to be functioning. We originally reported this story two weeks ago and, well... But the transparency concerns, there's some gross inaccuracies to that that I think really shows a misleading message about our district. Not everyone was happy. Or were they? I'm very pleased with what you printed. I mean, really, I am. Those were just a few items that kind of ruffled my feathers because it made it seem like we were doing something shady when we're not. It's confusing. As for the inaccuracies part, we're still not sure what they were other than one unforgivable mistake. Inadvertently calling the Rio Blanco Water Conservancy District the White River Conservancy District in one part of the article. Seeing as this is the first mistake we've ever made, we're devastated. How could we possibly have confused these two completely different things with completely different sounding names? Shame. 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 Someone take our journalist cards. Oh. I don't have a journalist card. Where were they handing those out exactly? I mean, I'd like to have one so that somebody could take it away. Anyways, 
Let the self-flagellation commence. The Inquisition. Let's begin the Inquisition. Hopefully you can forgive us. As for the rest of the article, Vandenbrink informed the Herald Times that the district board didn't like the insinuation that they're conducting business in a less than transparent manner. Of course, we disagree with the insinuation that we insinuated anything. A complaint which stemmed from the final section of the article published in the November 17th edition of the Herald Times, that section was titled Transparency Concerns. As is the case with all of our reporting, the section states factual information without insinuation. For example, Rio Blanco Water Conservancy District board meeting minutes and agendas are a little bit hard to find relative to certain other public boards. In many cases, you can find minutes for local task districts online, but not in every case, so fair enough. The article also discussed how meeting attendance was limited to in-person, which potentially leaves out anybody who doesn't want to travel to Rangeley at 6.30 on a Wednesday night in the middle of winter for a meeting that could last until past 9 o'clock, like the one that took place on August 31st. And of course, we mentioned in the article that we were unable to review said minutes, agendas, and other requested items, including budgets, before finishing the article because no one has apparently been delegated with the role of disseminating those. They're not available online. And so we had to go to the district director who told us he's personally responsible for taking minutes during board meetings, was able to get us copies of those within 72 hours of our request. And so we reviewed them. And that's what this week's article is all about. Rio Blanco Water Conservancy District budgets, agendas, and meeting minutes corroborated the claim that power generation has dropped significantly in recent years. By extension, district revenue has dropped from around $448,000 per year in power sales revenue to just $161,000 last year. That's why, according to Rio Blanco Water Conservancy District Chairman Tim Winkler, the board of directors voted to make a call on the river. The other board members uh, feel that we owe this to our district taxpaying citizens to operate it so it don't lose money. And it's losing money. So This week's story on the district also documents the timeline of public discussions, at least what we could read from the minutes. To highlight one thing, the most significant note of anything happened during an executive session. That would be a private discussion on August 31st. So Vandenbrink assured us that more discussions of administration on the river took place during normal board meetings and alluded to a general idea that everyone has been well aware of an imminent call on the White River for some time. Now, that's a lot of talk about a particular story in a news highlights podcast, but I felt like covering it more in depth. So all that said... I've still sort of only scratched the surface of these things, so you should still go read the articles about the story. The first story from the November 17th edition of the newspaper, and this follow-up story, again, in the December 1st edition. In some Christmas event updates, the Upstairs Gallery Christmas Open House has been postponed to next weekend, December 9th and 10th. Trappers Lake Lodge end-of-year celebration Mules and Mountains is scheduled for December 10th. Tickets are selling fast, so don't wait to get yours. You can find details on page two. The Rangeley Christmas Bazaar is next weekend on December 10th as well, 
and WRBM Christmas Fest activities are ongoing. Find the full rundown on page five. 125 years ago, the Meeker Herald published, quote, The ancestors of society's insolvent blue blood stole cattle, butchered men, and bought titles for themselves, while our millionaires rob men, butcher cattle, and buy titles for their daughters. A difference merely of age and opportunity. End quote. You can find more from past editions of the Meeker Herald and Rangeley Times in days gone by. And that's all for this week's news highlights. Find more in print and online at ht1885.com. And thank you for supporting community journalism.